What's it, been the last? It's been a long time since I've been here. Last time you were here was when my voice. You, I don't even know if you remembered half of it. You were just I was sleeping asleep. through it. We were out on the couch. I did like the Lying sound of location. my. I did like the sound of my voice yeah. that time though. You were you were very relaxed, relaxed. tired, Tommy. Sometimes I'm a little too energetic. The gang's all here. Let's go. <laughs> hut, hut, hut. <laughs> this feels like uh, when the we used to have this thing in our lunch menu at school called Cook's Choice. Cook's Choice, where we they did just too. used all the leftovers. That's what this pod feels like. It's going to be choice. like a little bit of a little yep. bit of baked potato, a little bit of meatloaf, a <laughs> little bit of chicken patty. <laughs> I've got a really funny, funny thing. You guys would probably be embarrassed to be my friend when I. Anyway, well. The real low point was the Baja men. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get below that. Pet, I do. Don't or the figure skating that you watched a lot of figure skating. Hey, you're still a good kid. Thank you. You're good kid, Adam Pedersen. <laughs> I appreciate that. A good guy. <laughs> Sport. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I just made that up. Never heard that before. No, but that's something said before. Like <laughs> yeah. that's that. Let's get ready before to rumble, a UFC guy. fight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, episode seventy nine of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Do you guys like UFC fights? No, I don't like watching people get bludgeoned in the face. Yeah, it's 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 hard for me. But. I think I want UFC twenty five through probably like UFC. 150. I bet I watched 100 of them. The pay per view. What is it now? Like 280. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch. I haven't watched it for years now. I don't care anymore. Really. You don't watch any of them? Nope. You used to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Pay for the pay per views and everything. And now they're on ESPN for way cheaper. I think free sometimes. And I don't even watch. Do you it. remember that time that we were at my house and we bought a UFC? It was like 60 bucks. And yeah. Thomas and Aaron Hansen, I'll, I'll call them out. Yeah. Um, they bet each other on who would win, and Aaron lost, and he had to run. Home. He had to run home. That was the bet. And it's 3.5 miles from my house to his. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. Yep. Aaron had to run home. And he did it. And we followed him at six miles an hour in our car <laughs> the entire way. <laughs> and he ran all the way in an absolute downpour. This is probably not going to win me any tough guy points, but I'd rather watch pro wrestling than UFC. I'm probably with you. I don't, wa- I don't watch any of it anymore. Yeah. I'd rather watch Iowa Hawkeye wrestling. That's what's up right there. That's what's up. By the way, uh, I'm your host, Adam Patterson. Joining me are two lovely co-hosts. The voice that you heard quite a bit there has been absent from us. I have. Tom Hanquidai. Kids, man. Where you been, Tom? I, I told you this when I came in. Um Having kids is a lot like climbing a mountain. Yeah. You think you're in control, 
and then all of a sudden you lose your foothold and you're just falling. <laughs> and that's what life's like for a while. And yeah. I just had a, a long <laughs> string of that. So I'm excited that it's about school time and teachers. Four podcasts a week. Teachers do a better job of raising my kids than I do, it seems like. <laughs> I think you do a pretty a, splendid they job. You got a heart of gold. <laughs> I do want to call out an invent. I loved your inventions episode. Yeah. I did think that the air conditioning was a solid choice. Yes. Very solid better choice. Better than cornstarch? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better right. than cornstarch, for All sure. Right. Your um, opinion. My favorite invention is texting, it's been the best one ever. I think. I'm still a big phone call guy, but I do text a lot. Yeah, yeah, I talk on the phone a lot. I do probably send 150 texts a day to 200. <laughs> That's low. So is it really? I think so. I'm a big texter. I think texting is best for jokes. Yes. Yeah, just Memes. little quips. Yeah. Little, yeah, I'm in some threads that go 300 a day, where I maybe send five of them. I, I just sit and read them all day. 90 percent of the time, I'm a big participator in group texts, yeah. and I'm not somebody who's like. I, I hate many. I hate group texts. How do I mute this? I'm always no. like, this is great. Me too. I don't have to talk if I don't want to, yeah. but like, I usually chime in. I feel bad when somebody's trying to keep it going and no one's talking. I'm like, yeah. let me get in there and help out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I love group texts. Like, I'll get in a couple meetings. Like this morning, I'm in one with Ped and a couple of their buddies. Yep. And I was kind of indisposed for a little bit, and they were like trying to work through a joke. Kind of like one of my buddies was like, hey. My friend told me this, and I'm trying to think of how to reply. And they were like... You guys were like workshopping jokes? Yes. Okay. And yeah, then, we were. And then Adam and a couple <laughs> others responded like, here's what I'd say. Here's what I'd say. I'm like, nope. <clears throat> I've had a chance to read it all. Here's the response. Yeah. And I nailed it. Tom's instantly was the best. <laughs> yeah. But you guys all <laughs> like each other at the end of the day? Yeah, you I just so. argue about yeah. stuff? Still bros. Yeah. Yep. We've, we, there's some differences of opinion, but I would say that we're all, we all pretty much know how to keep it in context, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of your invention. That was a freaking A-plus job this morning. <laughs> Wasn't that the yeah, best text you ever? You literally nailed it. Just <laughs> nailed it. Speaking of your inventions, yes. right now, as we speak. You can hear Ryan's favorite. I am wearing a pair of brand new moisture wicking britches. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Adams were all about containing sweat. Yep. Or getting getting it off his body. Yeah. yeah. Let's just, where can we just get this moisture out like of here? A, like a good roofer is always thinking about how to get moisture away from the roof and yeah. off the building. Adam's always thinking about how do I get moisture off this body <laughs> and out away from me. As a guy that sweats even more than Adam, uh, I appreciated that content yeah. for sure. Yeah. Tom is, Tom is a sweater. I did have a guy the other day. I was in the gym. Uh, I won't call him out. He's a former standout high school athlete at Alta Aurelia. Mm. Okay, so it's not Ped. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. It's uh, true because I was just a standout for only Alta. I'm on the treadmill, and I'm maybe a mile and a half in. And he walks up to me while I'm on the treadmill. He's not looking at my stuff, like the data. He goes, dude, how long you been running? And I lied. Did he know you? Yes, he okay. knows me. Okay. He knows me. And I, he walked up. How long have you been running? I'm like, I knew what he was getting at. He thought I was running for a long time because I sweat a lot. <laughs> and I said, I was only a mile and a half in. And I was like, oh, about three. He goes, holy cow, I thought you'd been on here for like eight miles or something. 
<laughs> also, a mile and a half is not just in. That's quite a run. <laughs> uh, Tom, you were at one of my favorite places on Earth recently, the fair. Oh, yeah. I love fairs so much. The Clay County Fair in Spencer, quite possibly my favorite place on Earth. Love it to death. Uh, yep. Did you do anything exciting there? Any good foods? Uh, I had some great foods. That's uh, all I think about when I think fair. Food. So I had a. Uh, so I worked at the Turkey Federation booth. I work a lot with turkey farmers in my job. You know, I'm part of the Turkey Federation in Iowa, and so they do at the state fair every year. They do turkey drumsticks, which are Amazing. two two pound monsters. Monsters. Two pounds. Get your turkey legs. Yep. Yeah. And then they also have marinated uh, uh, turkey fillets, and both are fantastic. I haven't had a turkey leg since I was a kid. Never mm. liked them as a kid. They gave me one this time. Like I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it. Phenomenal. <laughs> so good. Phenomenal. Yes. Like so good. I I bet from ten o'clock in the morning until three. I bet I handed out six hundred, seven hundred turkey legs. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna say this as gently as I can. I don't like the fair. Yeah. You got to kid me right kind of, now. Not well. I, I First fajitas, now the fair. What's the upside? Yeah. I mean, it's the fairs, best time ever. It's fair. too hot. There's a ton of people. Too much food. There's too many people at the fair. Yeah. We need like a. That's like a the cra- joy. No, we need a crowd. People watching. Yeah. Like, hey, sorry. It's 200 in. Somebody's yeah. got to leave before we're going to let you in. This is your worst take ever. No. I just, ever since I was a kid, I wasn't a fair guy. I uh, kind of agree with him a little bit. Like, I love I the fair that, so much. I had that turkey leg because I was hungry. I didn't eat breakfast. And then it's like, well, I'm at the fair, so I got to get state fair donuts. So then I did that. And then. What, after, what, what do you do at the fair? You just walk around and eat, and then you buy stuff that's too expensive. And then you, what, look at. An abnormally large hog. Yeah, hogs. That like I would get why Adam likes farm. it because Adam just loves to be where people are. Yeah, if there's a large crowd, it's a social Adam wants event to be there. For me. I, I will admit, now. Part of me is like, I buy well, farm supplies there. <laughs> part of me was like, well, do I just not like it because I don't want to haul four kids there? Yes, but I didn't like it when I was a kid. Yeah. I was always like, all right, I guess I'll we'll go. <laughs> like I feel like I'm doing this for my parents. Like I don't really want to be here. I just. The fair to me is like Burke. We're the same. Um, I'm worried that some of the listeners are like, "Does this guy like anything?" No. Like, p- part of this is I play it up a little bit. I get a little ranty. Yeah, I like a lot of stuff. I would say I'm a generally positive just person. Just not all the Very things positive. everyone else likes. Yeah. But <laughs> the fair to me has just never been that appealing. Oh man, I love it so much. Now, a mu- it's not for everyone. A, a museum. I know I'm a lot of all people. In. You're all in for a museum. Oh my gosh, yes. Like I like to go out in public and do things. But museums are like, they're quiet. Yep. You get to read and learn things. Two things I love to do and see interesting things. Have you ever been to Gettysburg? There's air conditioning. Mm. Yeah. Um, Gettysburg? No, I have not. Dude, you need, you, sorry, I didn't mean to say dude. I'm not a frat guy or anything, but like, <laughs> you need to go to the Gettysburg National Bro, Museum. Bro, I do. Bro. <laughs> Bro, I need to go. <laughs> Bro. No cap, for real, no for cap, real. No cap, full cap. Museums are lit. No cap. <laughs> They're so no lit. capping, yeah. for real, for real. <laughs> um, FR, FR, no FR. cap. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. This is what happens when you let Burke on the internet. He learns these phrases. Yeah. My the youth group kids in the church get so annoyed with me because I heard one of them say no cap, and now I say it all the time. 
it was the most harrowing experience of my life. Like what? They have Gettysburg? This, they have the they Tom, you it, didn't fight in it, right? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> well, I have not. Oh, fu- just the reenactment. Okay, I'm sorry, but like thousands of people were slaughtered there. And Tom says visiting it was the most harrowing experience of my life. It was because I've done nothing. <laughs> well, when you put them when you put yourself in their shoes, the it's cy- probably very sobering, the, right? The, the cyclorama they have like of like what the bat like they have on a, the actual battlefield. Well, no, it's in like a it's in their museum. They have a cyclorama gotcha. of like all the spots of the battle like it's 360, 360 mm-hmm. degrees painted by an artist and it's got all these visual like pop-outs and stuff like it, it's incredible. Like, is it is it a sobering place? Super. Because like my wife has been to Auschwitz and Poland, and she's been to Ground Zero in New York, and she said both of them were just. I would say very humbling, very yeah. sad, very sobering. Like you just think about all the life that was lost in those two yeah. places. Is Gettysburg the same way? Gettysburg's. I've been to Ground Zero like three times, and it's. Because I live like I didn't live it. Right, we all we all experienced we all it. it. We yeah. experienced it. I remember I was a freshman in high school when when you know nine eleven happened, and yep. I was faking sick from a cross country meet that I didn't want to run, and I was watching the twin towers get hit with my mom pretending to be sick, and she's like, "You're not sick at all." I'm like, "No, I'm not." But now that doesn't matter. Like the world's getting is ending. And, and as a teacher, I've taught it, and kids will always ask me. Why did people jump? They weren't going to survive. And my answer is always, you know, truly, I don't know. But I do know that if somebody's that desperate, it's very, very sad. Yeah. And I just get, and I, I ask my students, I say, do you, does this have any emotional impact on you when you see this 9-11 stuff? And there, or, or I go, or is this like seeing footage of Pearl Harbor to you? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, it's, it's it resonates a little bit, and I go because this is like this is this so is like impact- emotionally draining for me to teach you about this. Yeah, I don't like reliving that day. Yeah, but I, I also go, but I don't feel that same way when I teach Pearl Harbor. I didn't live that. I didn't live that scary thing of like, oh my gosh, we've been attacked. And so, I I always cut kids some slack. Like all I ask is that you be respectful yeah. when we're talking about this. Um, the the hard part about Gettysburg, I think, is that. You know, the thing that opened my mind is like we had this traditional way of fighting before that. And then we created the smooth or the we created rifles after Mm -hmm. the Revolutionary War. I think it was Teddy Roosevelt that had a hand in creating had a hand in creating the actual rifle. And we all, all all we had before that was smoothbore muskets. So that's why when you see battle lines like the way they marched and then they got their battle line and then they just marched because they knew no one was going to hit them. All of a sudden you got a rifle that can shoot 400 yards. Like that's why there was so much death and main, like people being maimed is because we had this traditional way of fighting. We hadn't figured out doesn't work anymore. And we had all this death because we're marching in the same way with very accurate weapons. So I forget what it was between death and injured. 50,000 people. You're saying they use rifles at Gettysburg? Yes. They had yeah. rifles at Gettysburg. You're going to want to edit the part out about Teddy Roosevelt. He was like a child when Gettysburg happened. Okay. Take that out. <laughs> Take that part out. Or I just leave totally it in. On it with you. I forget who it was, but whoever yeah. created it was, it, it happened yeah. like 10 years Almost before. Almost more fun it. to leave it in. 
But I know for a fact the rifle thing's accurate. Like, yeah, I believe you at that yeah. part. I just that's why I had that look on my face. You said Teddy Roosevelt. I'm like, my bad. Yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is is like the reason Gettysburg is like there were regiments that like I think a regiment started with something like 1,200 people. Most regiments by the time Gettysburg happened, because you're marching across, everyone's dying of you know, getting infected with bad water. Like there's 800,000 people. More people died died from disease Disease. than from battle. So Gettysburg is like when the, so that was part of the North, the, the South decided to think Gettysburg was the farthest Northern battle that was fought. It was in Pennsylvania. Yep. And, and that was when the South went through a crusade up to the North, to like take the battle to the North. Mm -hmm. They hadn't lost. And they, Gettysburg wasn't supposed to happen. Like they were just kind of it's a cat and mouse thing, and they just met each other there. It was over some shoes. Uh, well, wasn't wasn't there like a stock, like a stock room full of shoes, and like they ended up? I, I feel like I just watched the Ken Burns documentary where they talked about Gettysburg. Yeah, I never teach it because I don't usually I don't teach like that old of American history, so I'm yeah. a little rusty on my Civil War. But so, I think it literally was about shoes. They'd blow up above you, mm-hmm. and it was just. It was like these sphincter, like, like size little metal balls that would come out of these bombs and they'd get there, you. There's not a better word you could have chosen sphincter. to tell us the size. Sphincter. <laughs> sphincter. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking maybe like ball bearing marble. <laughs> yeah, marble. marble. Maybe edit out sphincter. Nah, I, I got to leave that in. Yeah, sure. leave it in. That has to but stay. It's, so what I'm saying is, is like, it does hit you like when you go there, like, even if you were never alive to experience it, which clearly I wasn't, obviously none of us were, mm-hmm. it was the most, like, all of these people died here. Like, it's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. But anyways, it's not the point of tonight's podcast. Hey. But this, That was historical talk with the back roads and bonfires. All right. Yeah. Let's rank our favorite Boy Meets World episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost feels inappropriate to go back to fair food. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we went from fail. F- How do we get to fair food? To uh, I don't know. You hate fair. Oh, I you love museums. museums. That's yeah, why, yeah, yeah. Gettysburg Museum. That's why I love these. And here we are. Yeah, yeah here we are. You know what? I think someone out there needed to hear that education. I think talk. the audience has like whiplash from like, how did we? What? How did? <laughs> what? I, I so, are we going to talk like the twenty twenty two elections or? <laughs> yeah, might as well. Here we go. Let me pull up my binder. I'm kidding. Uh, do you guys? I have some ideas of foods that I think should be deep fried. We could try them ourselves, or Fair should do them. I don't oh. know if you guys have some. I've always thought it'd be awesome to deep fry an entire Casey's pizza. Uh, that would be amazing. I talked about this on an episode like a year ago, but don't you think that'd be awesome? So here's the way you should do it. <laughs> no. An entire like, deep fried Casey's pizza? No, I just want to eat the pizza. Why so, do I want a deep fry? Oh, how I, sick would that be? I saw a TikTok the other day. Maybe put some powdered sugar on top of the that fry. That would not be bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. No cap. So I think you should let the Casey's, just a Casey's cheese pizza, mm-hmm. let it get cold, put it in a food processor with some garlic, some extra pizza sauce, um, and some maybe onion, whatever else you like with it. And drink it. Nope. You you stir it all up. You get it into like a paste. Mm-hmm. You ball it up and you fry it. Fried pizza that's, balls. That's a great idea. Fried pizza balls. Because at the Clay County Fair last year, I had fried sushi balls and they were phenomenal. Yeah. 
this guy's got ideas, Burke. Bur- Burke looks. This suspicious. guy's got ideas. Well, I'm, I stole this idea. So I'm one. That, it's from TikTok. It sounds like a someone's done this before. Mozzarella yes. stick? Are we just deep frying a mozzarella? I am 100 percent on board with this. Yeah. Holy cow, that sounds good. What? When are you guys doing this? Tonight. Uh, I don't know. When do you want to? I don't know. I think I'm busy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about I thought? What if we take an entire like orange chicken and low like orange chicken with low main noodles and deep fry that? Um, my counter to that would be: What if we just ate orange chicken and low main, which is amazing, <laughs> like, which is one of the all time best meals? But how cool would it be to try to deep fry it on top of the fridge? How cool would it be to try to deep fry it? I don't know, man. I don't think I'm the right audience for these questions. This, all this food sounds better in its natural state. I love it. At the Iowa State Fair, they have deep fried butter. You ever had it? It's so good. I'm not a fair guy. It's like a stick of butter deep, deep fried. And it's like cinnamon. It's so good, dude. It's so unhealthy, but it's so good. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Deep fried butter. Have you ever heard of the butter sculpture? At the Iowa State yeah, Fair? Yeah, the butter cow. Yeah, butter I told cow. you, my parents dragged me to the fair a couple times. Yeah, oh, yeah you lived that. You lived like what, I live in two, Des Moines, half hour from Des Moines it? area. Yeah. Ma'am. Um, Deep fried Oreos. I remember as a kid, do you remember the restaurant Chi-Chi's? <laughs> of course. I always remember their their commercial. They'd mentioned fried ice cream. And as a child, I was always like, how? Like, what? Like, it's like hot ice. It's like from Rookie of the Year. How do you fry ice no, cream? The one, the one bar, I'm nervous. Adam, why do you never put batteries in this I thing? I put fresh ones in before you and me did our last episode. We should I've be told good, you, but... Put no. fresh ones in every time. Yeah, I think this might die on us. I'm going to have to put freshies in to finish it. Okay. I'll eat something when yeah, you do that. that. No, we're good right now. We'll see what happens. No, yeah. I'm, what about Chi-Chi's? Just the deep fried ice cream. Always, I didn't understand that sound like an oxymoron to me as a kid. I still don't know how they did it. I haven't looked into it. They just literally take a scoop of ice cream and drop it in a deep fryer? Yep. Yeah. And then you just... My wife tells a story. She was a competitive swimmer. She swam in college. And in high school, her and her sisters were like, I don't know, they drove everywhere for national stuff. They were in Indianapolis once and her, for like five days. And her coach was obsessed with Golden Corral. Oh, so good. Obsessed. The, it's a buffet place, right? Yep. I love and Golden so Corral. They, she, they, her coach takes, I don't know, 15, 16, 14-year-old girls to Golden Corral every single meal the whole time they were there. I'm like, Steph, you're kidding me. Like, you didn't go to Golden Corral for dinner and supper. That's the only place they went? Only place they would go. Dinner and supper are the same thing, aren't they? No. Lunch and supper or whatever. I think dinner and supper are synonyms. Breakfast, dinner, supper. Unless it's a holiday. Then dinner takes place at like one in the afternoon or two in the afternoon. I grew up breakfast, dinner, supper was how it went. I don't have a huge connection to any of the terms, but for both (laughs) meals, they would eat Golden Corral. That's insane. It's like you took 16-year-old girls to Golden Corral I mean, every meal. That, or they're, they're competitively swimming the next day. Like, like, yeah, it's 90% fried food. <laughs> and if it's not fried, it's like pancakes and like roast beef covered in gravy. Uh, like, no, Golden Corral, ha- even, doesn't, doesn't Golden Corral have like a, like a steak station where some oh, guys yeah. with a carving oh, knife? Yeah. Dude, Golden like, Corral is my jam. I love Golden Corral. But look at me. I'm a buffet guy. Yeah. I'm a buffet guy. But do you... Do you 
I mean, you don't look like a 16-year-old girl. No, I think, that's, I think that's the worst stuff. idea of all time. Yeah. Where, where, would, where should he have taken them? Like Noodles and Company? I don't know. Panera? Just, just to carb load some noodles? Panera? Let's get a bread just, bowl. How about we just get some turkey sammies? I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, my, just go to the market and make yeah. some sandwiches. In Des Moines, my dad liked to go to Bonanza for their buffet. Do you guys remember Bonanza? I Cedar don't. Falls had one when I went to college. I've never there. been to Bonanza. Really? It's the, it was the most white trash buffet ever, and I loved every second of it. Tom's more of a sizzler guy. Sizzler. <laughs> Tom likes to go to Sizzler. Dude, Tom, do you remember Sirloin Stockade no. in Sioux City when no. we were kids? No, I've never ah, for, been there. For freaking Pet, Pete's you Peppers. You don't remember <laughs> for Pete's Peppers. For Pete's Dragon. <laughs> Pardon my language. Sirloin yeah. Stockade was so good. Never heard of it because Holy when, crap. when we were kids, my dad, like, our biggest thing was, like, you remember my birthday parties? It was just us going to McDonald's. Like, True. That was all we did. But we were making memories. Yes. We were bonding. Yeah. Good stuff. What you doing there? Just checking over the topics. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like four paragraphs of deep fried foods. <laughs> <laughs> Something else I wanted to get to. You, we were texting about this yesterday, but I, I, I want to hear your guys' top three frozen pizzas. Oh, this oh. discussion happened yesterday, and I think we're going to have some different it's ones. It's going to get heated. Yeah, I need to hear your your pizza higher. Well, it, start, it is... started because I DiGiorno's the one type of pizza I it's hate. Terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's really bad. But you guys like the literally crust won't even bad. eat it. I will not eat it. I'll pass on it. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I have to be really hungry to eat DiGiorno. I will 100 percent agree with Burke's I haven't had one for so long. DiGiorno, I guess. even when it's perfectly cooked, tastes burnt. Hmm. My opinion. I just I don't like anything about it. I had a frozen pizza. And they're they're the most expensive frozen pizzas. Yeah. I bought one at Walmart um, like six months ago. Home Run Inn is the brand. It's supposed to be like Chicago frozen pizza. Not good. Still ate the whole thing. Not good, though. <laughs> so my, my, <laughs> top, my top three. Yeah. I'm going to grind. Yeah. My top three frozen pizzas would probably be um, I really like Totino's. And I know it's. It's not gourmet. It probably goes back to in college how much I enjoy it. We had like a like a big basically a giant easy bake oven on our floor. Like on our dorm floor you weren't allowed to have like an oven, but somebody found this. It was like a metal box that had a light bulb inside that got really hot. And it was for cooking. But that's the technology behind easy bake, a light bulb that gets hot. How long did it take to make a pizza? I don't know. 15, 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Um, probably longer, I guess. Now that I think about it, it's a freaking light bulb cooking it. But <laughs> that thing was perfect for cooking up some Totino's. And, and at that time in 2005, Totino's cost 99 cents a piece. They're probably like a buck 40 now. But um, Totino's number one, number. Thanks, inflation. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> uh, number two is probably Red Baron. I really enjoy Red Baron. Praise Jesus for that. Yep. Uh, the pizza company I like, Red Baron, not the German World War One pilot Baron von Richthofen. <laughs> That's not who I'm talking about. Um, is there anything I need to look up tonight? I know I you guys mentioned that, but I you can look that one up to verify. Baron von Richthofen was yeah. the uh, the Red Baron for Germany in well, World War One. We're gonna check you here, and our guy Eddie Rickenbacker, the Ace of Aces. That's who our the guy. Heck is that he was like the best World War One pilot of all time. Uh, number Good three, for, you, number Eddie. three for me is what was his real name? Baron von Richthofen. Uh, I, I don't know what Manfred. Manfred, yes, yes. Um, great German name. Uh, number three for me is this has been a really history so he, saturated he, podcast. He fought in World like, War One, like so we it. don't have to hate him. 
he's a German pilot. So like I was like, oh, German pilot. Uh. I know Germany. No, Germany was World War One. Right. They yeah. weren't the Nazis, but yeah. Germany still. They were on the wrong side. Bears some yeah. blame yes. for that. But correct. There's plenty of blame to go. There's plenty of blame to go around for World War One. That's my favorite historical topic of all time. Maybe the assassination (laughs) of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. For any of you readers out there, Franz Ferdinand, the artist or the Duke, the the Archduke, definitely the artist, nephew of Franz Joseph, (laughs) Um, great guitar player. He had eighty confirmed kills in the air. What a stud! What an absolute stud! Go look at. Uh, go look at Eddie Rickenbacker. Eight zero. Talk about go being, look at Eddie Rickenbacker. Talk about being elite okay. at your profession. What's your third pizza? Being an ace of aces is like a death sentence. It's like being the world's oldest person. You don't hold that title for very long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Like if you're the ace, like because just your lifespan, the odds were not in your favor that you would keep surviving uh, dogfights in the air. Yeah. Um, no, July nineteen fourteen. Read that book. It goes through minute by minute how the how World War One started. I highly recommend it. Uh, Third pizza, Jacks. Wow, I'm going Totino's Red Baron Jacks. So me and Burke are very similar. Okay, except for I would put Totino's and I would slide it to the fourth spot. Not that we get four spots. Honorable mention. I would give him the second and third, and I would put in first place lots of matzo. Mm. I don't give know if I've that. had that. Gee, it's oh. so good, so cheesy. They, the toppings, cheesy goodness. The toppings are out of bounds. That so many toppings. Meaning like off the chain? Off the chain, lit. <laughs> it really is a lot of mods. I don't I don't think I've had it. Where do you get it? Every grocery Fair, store ever. Fairway. Fairway. Fairway is the most Fairway, Hy-Vee, Walmart. Um they're not frozen, but Walmart's take and bakes are pretty good. Yeah, so are Hy-Vee's take and bakes, those squares. Oh man. My number one all time, Red Baron, brick oven crust. Okay. So good. Number two. Lots of matzo. Okay. Number three. I like Tombstone, too. Tombstone. Uh, I like Jacks. the Tombstone. I'll go Jax, number three. Well, there's Jack, a lot of consistency here. Every time I think Jax has fallen by the wayside, you have one, and it just tastes so good. It, it just hit, hits right. It, it does. A it pepperoni Jax pizza with pepper on it. Just That's, take table pepper. Yep. So time. when I buy frozen pizzas, when I buy Jax, because they're usually. <laughs> How are we all agreeing so much right now? Because Jax are usually super cheap. I'll buy. Sometimes they have like the 10 for 10. I'll load up. Not and anymore. When I make them, well, no, not now. Thanks, Gerald Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I load them in the when I load them in the oven, I'll do I'll do two jacks. I'll do one on top of the other, so it's two and it like melts and cooks together as it goes, and then it's like a super thick jacks pizza, and eat the whole thing. I, I like to uh, jacks uh, jacks. I just fold it's over. It's so good. You're essentially saying sandwich. you eat two frozen pizzas in one sitting. Yeah, yeah one's not enough. It's yeah. not filling. <laughs> it's not. Um, Red Baron, <laughs> Red Baron Mexican pizza. It's pretty good. Yeah, really, really good. Red Baron's crust is kind of like sweet. It's almost like close to the to- Totinos. Is like Totinos is like a funnel cake. Mm. On, like, it's very, it's airy. Yes, there's a lot of air pockets. So it makes in sense there. to eat two of those, one on top of the other. Well, they're really bad for you. Well, that's all right. I think there's like what eat them after a workout. Fifteen grams of trans fat. Nope. To- okay. Nutritional facts. I, it, I We're going to be appalled. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to know. So sodium is 51% of your daily value, which doesn't really matter. Cool. Mat- Eat two of those and yeah. you're good for the day. Which doesn't exactly. matter. It doesn't <laughs> Why do you matter. think I do it? If you sweat like me, sodium doesn't matter. 37 grams of carbohydrates. 
That's, that's not bad for that's, one whole one. That's pretty. You good. get sixty grams of carbs per meal. So you eat two of them, you're not that far yeah, off. Yeah, but the hard part is, is like you eat one full Totina's pizza and you're not full. No, so you eat two and you're good. You feel like you're starving. Seventy four grams yeah, of carbs ain't terrible. Minneapolis pizzeria. I was right about that. Was it really Totinos? Yeah, I knew those. My Pasquale's. By the way, I'm mad. I forgot about Pasquale's. Oh, look at this. Might be Six. number three. There's only 640 calories in a pizza. We got to edit this part out. Nobody is interested in this. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I'll use my discretion. What about your uh, favorite in-person pizzas? What? Oh, what? <laughs> what did I say it that your favorite way? dine-in, as if like we don't eat frozen pizza. Yeah, the opposite of frozen is not in-person. Your favorite dine-in. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever said, and it was recorded for posterity. <laughs> I'm leaving it. The I think I meant dine-in, but I just said in-person. This has been the most harrowing experience of my life. <laughs> Maybe I meant like. The best, in just per- right, like, but even like Casey's Pizza counts. Yeah. The best in-person pizza someone, I've ever had. Someone makes it for you. Yeah, the best in-person pizza I've ever had. I have a really good answer was for this. Doco in Des Moines by Drake University. Okay, it opened. I don't know a year ago, maybe. It's New York style. It's so freaking good. They're, they're, I don't like uh, New York or Chicago style. Like I don't care. Like just yeah. make regular pizza. It's Chicago style pizza is not good. It's Burke, it's way like the you deep gotta dish. Stop you're, e- you're eating lasagna. You see, thank you. Yeah. You gotta it's stop lasagna with a crust, yeah. but it's good still. It's not not I mean, good. It's, it's good. I think Adam's goal is like, how do I get the most food into one <laughs> entity? <laughs> you're not wrong. Are you a turducken guy? You're not wrong. <laughs> the margarita pizza at. Uh, Doco in whatever it's called. Des Moines. Well, that's not even close to Chicago style. Have you guys no, had Fong's? It's so good. Yes, I, like I have had Fong's. Yeah. The, their Chinese food pizza is good. I'm yeah. probably going. This could be wildly unpopular. I love Domino's pizza. I'm going Domino's one. Ah, for frick's sake. Casey's two. Mm-hmm. Not even in the top five. <laughs> what? It's not. Okay. Okay. What if I took a Casey's pizza and wrapped it up inside <laughs> of. A Chicago deep dish style <laughs> pizza, and then I deep fried it. Now we're talking. But am I laughing far enough away? Now we're talking. Like, oh, okay, number two want. is Casey's. Number three, I oh I'd probably go. I'd probably go Fong's. Fong's. I actually like Papa John's too. Bert, I mean, people like to rag on Papa John's. I like it. I want to go to Des Moines with you and take you to Doco. You will love this pizza. It's so good. Is it like a Chicago style? No, it's just like straight up amazing pizza. Okay. It's so good. Let's go right Okoboji now. Okoboji Doko, by the way, in Okoboji. <laughs> don't sleep on it. Club Med in Okoboji Doko. Fantastic. Did you get that when you attended Okoboji University? <laughs> I've seen the sweatshirts. I did. <laughs> uh, also, um, got a little snort out of Tom there. <laughs> yeah. Place, uh, what's it called? It's in, it's, uh, it's in Des Moines. <clears throat> Truman's. Truman's in Des Moines. It's a case. It's a Kansas City bar. Wow. Got great pizza. Uh, Great I have pizza. a, I have, a, I don't know if this counts, but it's gonna, I'm gonna call it a count. My mom's uh, homemade. Did you eat it in person? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you, not with, not through a proxy. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, now I'm blanking on my, yeah, no, my mom's homemade Reuben pizza. Oh, Reuben. Yes. How could I forget it? DeRose pizza. Fantastic. She makes a Reuben pizza, and what she does is like she she makes the dough herself. She gets it all nice and flat, and she cooks it by itself so it doesn't, like, absorb everything first. She cooks the dough by itself for, like, 10 minutes, 
And then she puts like the Thousand Island and all that stuff on, the corned beef, the sauerkraut, the cheese. Mm. It's the best pizza I've ever had in my life, by far. That's number one, in-person pizza. Maybe doesn't count, but whatever. I'm we continue say to use the phrase "in person," even though it's not. Correct. Well, you said it first. <laughs> okay, I'm, we're calling it in person pizza now. Yep. Second is Godfather's for me. Godfather's is so good. Yeah, I thought about Godfather's and then I could not remember what it tastes like. <laughs> it is so good. Cherokee so has one. Does anybody? Oh, so oh, God- no, 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 no! I remember Godfather's. I was thinking of. Do you guys remember bread dough? No. no. Maybe Godfather's that's a Central Iowa thing. Is that a Central But the dough is spelled Supreme pizza. D-E-A-U-X. Like they're from like, you know, Louisiana. Like bread nice. dough. dough. Show-offs. Like, uh, what's his name? Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Yep. <laughs> Let's go, Tigers. Let's G-E-A-U-X. Go. Yeah. Losers. So those are my f- top Whoa, two. Are you, are you anti-France? Yes. They're America's oldest ally. They smell. And then my third. <laughs> they're great. Yeah, true. That's we edited it out. <laughs> Wee oui, wee. Oui. This whole oui, oui. French hatred. <laughs> and then my third is Pizza Hut stuffed crust. Man. You know, you guys are choosing I'll, chains over good stuff. I Nobody out pizzas the hut. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying on the stuffed crust. Don't sleep on the margarita pizza from Cheesecake Factory. Unbelievably good pizza. Holy cow. Casey's Pizza, like... So, is that your number one? No. If you're going to say my something bad about Doco. Casey's Pizza, you can leave, sir. My number one is Doco Des Moines. My number two is probably Okaboji Doco Club Med Pizza. Oh, my gosh. You're just listing different branches of the same company? No. They're my number completely. one is the Alta Casey's. My number two is the Aurelia they're Casey's. They're completely <laughs> separate, but they have the they same have name for some reason. They have to be Doco. But they're completely separate. They just have the same name. I think it's a franchise. Uh, man, what would my number three be? Probably DeRose Pizza. We have the DeRose Pizza Party every year. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Um, they also make a Reuben Pizza. Reuben Pizzas are so good. They're so good. But the Margarita Pizza. No, I was going to say Casey's Pizza from about 15 years ago. Unbelievably good. Now they do, they had their big change like three years ago. They changed the crust and everything. It's No, kind of, it tastes exactly the same. No, it's doughier. It's not as good. If Casey's Pizza ran that thing one minute more. Through the oven, it would be. Have you had their brisket? Unreal. The brisket pizza is good. The brisket brisket pizza is so good. I had one from the warmer the other day, and it was out of bounds. The warmer pizza is way better than if you order one. Way better. I haven't noticed a difference in Casey's pizza my whole life. I have. It's not cooked as much as doughier now. They changed it like two years ago. I honestly think their dough still good. Their dough has gotten thinner. Like now, what I do though, I buy Casey's pizza. I bring it home. I put it in the oven at four hundred for two minutes. Little more cookie cook on it. Yeah. That's good. Well, By the way, the Dayton Iowa Casey's is the best Casey's in all of America. <laughs> I swear their workers take it upon themselves. That is to, an unprovable statement. Dude, I swear their workers take it upon themselves to put it in the oven for a minute longer. It's a little more done, it's a little browner, and it is that, so that good. reminds me of like, have you seen the Are you not have sh- you seen the YouTube or TikTok videos of like the training videos of Chick-fil-A workers? No. They're so funny. <laughs> It's like a guy now I spr- watch it. sprinting full speed after a car, asking him what his order is. And he, uh, he's going literally 20 miles an hour. Is this like, a parody? It's a parody. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, how can I help you? And he's like panting. They're like, I would like a chicken sandwich. He's like, whatever I can do oh, for you, Oh, and sir. he's like running beside the car? Sprinting. Yes. I love it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's, it's so, so great. funny. Yes. I like how the workers at the Dayton Casey's like, one time forgot and left the pizza in for like a minute longer. No. And Adam's like, 
They did this it's on not purpose. One time. You are the greatest Casey's of all. How often do you eat at the date? It's Casey's? when we have the church retreat. They always used to get us pizza for the first night of the retreat. It happened five times. And it was always more done than any other cases I've ever had. So good. You got job. You came to the t- retreat this year, and we didn't have date in Iowa Casey's Pizza. Adam would be an unbelievable detective if all the crimes were committed in restaurants, <laughs> because you have an encyclopedic memory of these I'm places. Telling you, I'm telling you, bro. So a thing that I do, like this, is related to cooking pizza for too long. It is. It's related. So don't tell me it's not. <laughs> after I say this, my he's wife, about ready to launch into yeah, like, the my, siege of Vicksburg and yeah. the Civil War. <laughs> So the Battle of Antietam. Okay. Hear me out, guys. America's bloodiest day. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but so after I've eaten some pizza that was like kind of super fried on the top, and it kind of f- tastes what that's like, I started doing this thing. I put a little olive oil in a pan, mm. and I throw a little cheddar and a little mozzarella in the pan by itself. Fry it up. Fried cheese. By itself. Yes, yeah, so good. That's all it is. It's a handful of shredded cheese in a pan. Yep. And you get it almost like like as crispy as mm-hmm. you can. It's like you, a cheese chip. You flip it once. It's a cheese chip. Mm-hmm. And you just fold it up with maybe a couple pepperonis in it. Unbelievable. Most delicious thing fried ever. Fried cheese is unbelievable. Yeah. My wife looks you at me the same cheese? way Burke's looking. If you guys could see Burke right now, he's looking Bro. at me like with a stare of a thousand suns. Bro, you got to have fried cheese. It's so, so good. good. I'm telling you. Oh, it's so good. I, uh, I, I'll do it at like 10 o'clock at night. Steph will walk out from the bed. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just frying some shredded cheese. She goes, you're the grossest human on planet Earth. Oh, like, Steph, <laughs> freaking watch it. Yeah. Don't it's call so her out. Good. I didn't say her name. Oops. <laughs> That's right. He didn't actually say her name. <laughs> Is that the first time you've ever said her name on here? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> you can probably edit that part. She's out. a good gal. Yeah. Man. Did you guys hear about the NIL today? No. Iowa a lot now like past the law today that NIL is good to go for high school kids. No, cool. are you serious? In the state of Iowa, yeah, high school kids can now get NIL deals in Iowa. This so, is not a good idea. So they can like just leave. Places? No, like a uh, kid in Elta could get a deal with freaking. Well, the the Edward way that this Chevrolet will the, the way that this will go bad is they'll transfer. Is like somebody that owns a business in Des Moines will tell a kid. Yeah. Open and roll down here, and we'll Not get you an NIL, NIL deal. MLC Floyd Valley. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I wasn't going to call a specific school out, but <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, Valley. this is going to go poorly. This is going to go really poorly. That's a legit. I just figure it's people are, the kids You're are. You're lying. You have to be lying. No, it's true. A I was high a, school kid? Yeah. So. Um, that doesn't even know how to mow a lawn yet? I figure. I think kids will still like stay where they are. They'll just maybe get no. deals with local. But they it's only going to be for like people like kids are already they, not staying where they, they it's are. It's only going to be for be, like there will like, be boosters of high school teams now that are like yeah. getting kids nil deals. I feel under like the it's only going to happen like transfer. Sioux City, Des Moines, like Davenport, like the metros, like that. Okay, no, it'll happen. Here. Adam, wh- what's the first Alta really athlete you're going to give a Pedersen beef nil deal? To? <laughs> I actually had I actually had a high school kid reach out to me today and say <laughs> Ped Farms needs to sponsor me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's one of my youth group kids. But when you, sp- I told him if you they pay, already I, know about it. Isn't yeah. the NIL deal though like for like advertising? I told him for because every- they can't like wear a Pedersen Farm shirt while they play basketball. So there's a kid from uh, there's a kid from Nebraska. He's a wide receiver. His name's Decoldest. Decoldest, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. this. Decoldest, and, yeah. and he's like his commercial was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, he's repping like heating and air companies. Is yes. Iowa the first state to pass this for high school no, kids? No, Iowa's actually the fifteenth. 
Oh, wow. 15th, I saw. It made me think, when we were in high school... Hey, Elijah's for sale. What kind of deal? Because I tell you right now, when we were in high school, I would have been the face of Honey Kiss Pizza. <laughs> it wasn't even in your top five. But it would have been... We it would doesn't have exist anymore. They had Pizza Buffet. No, it doesn't exist. Pizza no. Buffet. They had Ski Ball you could do there. I would have been the face of Honey Kiss Pizza. Call 732-2222 to order your Honey Kiss Pizzas. Randy will answer the phone and get it to you. Was, it, will, was this a one a one-off or is yeah. it a franchise? I will say this reminded one-off me... One-off in Storm Lake and it was good. This reminded Real me good. I will take my mom's pizza off the list for Pizza Pit in Ames. Oh, I love Pizza Pit. Wasn't it... Pizza you, Pit was you know good. Pizza Pit? Yeah. Wasn't uh, it amazing? Yes. Uh, my my brother... A lot. Yes. My brother went to Ames to, to Iowa State in 1999 and we got Pizza Pit and when he lived in the towers, yep. it was really good. He lived in the towers? Yep. And I also love Gumby's. Gumby's is so good. With the pokey sticks. The pokey sticks. Oh, Gumby's yeah. Pizza and Ames. Really yeah. good. Yep. Jeff's Pizza there is an underrated. I don't know, Jeff. What? He's a great guy. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, my friend Carl's Pizza. He makes it at his house. It's really good. Dang. <laughs> I used to make a sweet potato crust pizza. It sounds too healthy. You cook the sweet potato, then get them all smashed up and really thin, and you put a bunch of seasoning stuff with it, spread it out in a pan, bake it 350 for like 25 minutes, and it gets crispy. Yeah, we know what a crust is. And then you put the (laughs) toppings on top of it, (laughs) bake it again, and it was really good. I think this is our best podcast. It was really good. That's a lot of food talk. What's what's wrong with that? Sometimes it's better to just have random convo. Ted, am I giving you more energy than I gave you on the couch the yeah. What, five weeks ago? Yeah, we're getting more energy out of here. You're not half asleep. <laughs> it's balanced out, though, because I feel like I'm less energy. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't fake being pumped about fried foods. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was... Man, you don't like fried food. I just don't get excited about it like you do. I do. I get very excited about you it. You do your little, like... Mm. <laughs> 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 fried pickles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do love pickles. <laughs> uh, that was our 54-minute intro. Do you guys that have was 54 minutes? Yeah. Well, I forgot we had a 10 minute this Gettysburg lecture. Gettysburg. Yeah. Hey, by Tickets the way, charged. if you listen to this podcast in its entirety, it's actually good for one history credit at Buena Vista University. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any moment, like any legendary, yes. you were a sports hero I, moment I, from high school, youth kid? That's what, that's what we're going to talk about here before a quick 90s quick hitter and we'll bounce out. I have one, and I have to give it some background. So, okay, I was five foot, what, three until when my senior year. No, I was short. You were short. I was very but short until you were like uh, five and a half. Yeah, and then I all of a sudden grew one. Then you had a growth spurt. Had a growth spurt. Senior year, all of a sudden, I was decent at a few things. I will never, ever, 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 ever forget Newell Fonda. Our senior year of basketball. <laughs> we go over there. We haven't beaten them at Newell Fonda for 13 years, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, long time. And we're like tied at halftime. And then their power goes out. And we're warming up at halftime. Their power goes out. It's total darkness in a completely packed gym. And all of our students start running onto the court. And then... To do what? What they just, do when they got on the court? Just, just to run around. Just run around and be dumb. Just Interesting. Be dumb. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're trying to warm up, and they're running around the court, and they're trying to get everyone organized. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Cut to the end of the game. It's a close game. Did the power come back on and all the yeah. kids were on the court and everybody scattered like cockroaches? Correct. That's exactly <laughs> okay. what happened. Okay. Yep. It's like I was. Um, so cut to this is the break. Yeah. Break. Cut to fourth quarter. I think there's like maybe 25 seconds left. We're up by three. And I've got the ball. And. I'm driving with my left hand into the center of the lane with one of their good players guarding me. And it was just like, hold the ball, let them foul you. And I get like a clear shot to the lane. And I loved driving to my left and pulling up. Like that was my favorite move. And I'm like, dude, I'm 10 feet away. Like, I'm just going to pull up here. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up and like, I knew he was just like, don't, don't, don't. Was that your coach? Yeah. Great coach. He, I mean, it, well, well Mar- Marvin's dad, Marvin McNutt's dad. Yeah. Well, you're but anyways, <laughs> so I'm driving to the lane and I'm like, I know what he's saying. He's like, pass it out top, just get fouled, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm on my strong side. I got the kid on wheels. Like he thinks I'm going to the hoop. I know I'm pulling up mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to make this shot. And I pull up, hit the shot mm-hmm. and, and Ped, I'll, yeah. Was Ped playing in this game? 100%. Ped was a hell of a player. He, I was out there. Weren't yeah. you like the Charles Oakley of yes. Iowa High School yes. basketball? 100% he was. I was our starting power forward. Yeah. I wanted 8 and, points and, and 12 Ped, rebounds every game. And, and 6 fouls. Yep. Or so 5. We yeah. start playing defense. I mean, like, in all actuality, I probably did about 8 every game. And Ped is not even playing defense. He's running back down court towards their student section to give them the throat cut. Like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Send him back. And- it was my greatest high school memory of all time. And it's because, one, I hit that shot. That was fun. But also, like, as I'm running down, I'm like, play defense, play defense. And I'm looking at Ped, and he's at their student section giving them the throat cut. Freaking Ped. <laughs> Let him know, baby. Let him know. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, For me, I don't know. I'll go back to Little League for this one. Our Little League team was really good. We went. 10 and one won the league that year. It just felt like we had a great group of guys. Our team was the Casey's generals Dang. sponsored by the Casey's general store. I love it. Did you have to give like, like a- no. every, after the game, you're like, that yeah, was a great time. Here's a pizza this coupon. That's how NIL happens. <laughs> no, they could sponsor a so team and give each, kids free pizza. Each town in my team or each team in my town was sponsored by a local business. And we actually had like nice, like, I don't know what you'd call them, polyester type jerseys that you turn in every year, but there was the Casey's Generals, the Cargill Colonels. <laughs> you had that because of corn kernel. Uh, the uh, Brenton Bank Shazams. Holy <laughs> have mercy! And the Bob's Food Market Rams. That's a lot better than Alta One, Two, and Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's literally what we were. <laughs> yeah. So I pl- I was playing catcher that year, and we're playing Granger, which was in our school district, but like a rival in our little league because Granger was always good, and it felt like this year we were finally top dog. My friend, I think Zach Zach Riddler was pitching. I'm catching, and this kid Paul. Um, who I knew from school because we're in the same class, but we have two different towns for Little League. He's on third, and I can just see, like, this kid's being way too aggressive. So I, like, call time. I go out to the mound. I get my, my mid over my face, and I told Zach, I go, throw the next one low and outside. He's definitely running home. As soon as you throw it, start running for home. I will – I'll turn immediately. We'll, we'll like get him. pretend like it's going to the backstop. 100%. Yeah. So he's like, okay. Throws the next one low and away. I just kind of sweep my glove and let it go to the uh let it go by yeah, yeah 
as the ball's going by me, I'm already turning and running to the backstop. <laughs> I caught it off the ricochet, threw it to Zach, and he was out by like 25 feet. Fantastic. That's awesome. It was just like one of those. This like wor- a fiddle. This I worked just, out great. I just, it was so obvious what was going to happen. And Zach and I got a kick out of that about how he just purposely yeah. threw a pass ball. <laughs> Something you would never do at like an upper level of baseball, like a purposeful pass ball. You're like the Man, backstop's played that kid like a fiddle. And, and yeah, it ricochets a little bit. I mean, you've seen. It like, was just fun to be that good that year because yeah. it was like the only time when I was in little league that Woodward won the league. Yeah. Um. So it was just fun to be that good. Nice. That is an awesome story. I have a little league one, and the rest of them are high school. The uh, rest of them? How many stories? <laughs> just like four. Because Tom and I told one. <laughs> you can tell more if you want. I don't have any. Um. Uh, I remember I hit a walk off. We it was the to go to the championship of our little league. I uh, hit a. We had a guy on first base. We we're tie game. I think bottom of the last inning. I hit a ball off the fence and left center off. Yep. And a guy from first scored. I remember. I got to third base and I just stopped running because the game didn't matter anymore. So it was my. I think it was my only career triple. <laughs> I want to call it in fifth grade, and that was probably my. Uh, was one of my favorite moments ever. I remember the parents had uh, blonde brownies in the parking lot afterwards for us, which was a clutch way to celebrate. Of yeah. course, he remembers that piece yeah. of yeah. it. Clutch way to celebrate. Tammy Peterson made them. I'll never forget. Tammy had an underrated blonde yep. brownie. Yep. And then uh, my senior night of baseball hit the game-winning home run off Newell Fonda. It was great. Let him Did you really? Really slow around the bases and let him know <laughs> all the way around. Did you do a throat slash? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just smiles and winks. Ted, you were the Newell Fonda assassin. There. Smiles and winks. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Newell. Uh, I, my personal foul as the first play of our entire senior year of high school football to set the tone for a season was great. Uh, that was Completely wild. destroyed Casey Harriman out of bounds on purpose. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was in the crowd for that. Uh, I ran cross country. And it was the very first game of the year. Ted was the kicker. Yep. And he kicks off. And the kid... It's probably at the 40-yard line. What team are you playing? I, uh, Battle, Battle Creek, Creek out of Grove. Yep. Okay. And literally, and he's running it back, and he gets a long ways, and he makes a business decision to go out of bounds. He's five steps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Five. And Ped lights him up. Adam, you are... <laughs> Remember at the beginning of the episode when Tom's like, you weren't that bad of a person. I wasn't. I think we spoke too soon. Like, these are like career-ending cheap shots, potentially. <laughs> I had to set the tone for the season. You are you are very much the guy of, like, you hate him on the other team. Oh, hate him. You're 100%. AJ Pruszynski. You're Jack Parkman. 100%. It's like, hate him on the other Jack team. Parkman. But, like, you're glad he's in your foxhole. Yes. But, like, yes, you are. I can also tell you right now, like, if you'd have played baseball for me, we'd, we'd have problems. We'd have reined that in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> baseball. I was also team captain and a good leader. Ted, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that story up because it is one of the most vivid memories of high school for me. Yeah. Because it was so out of bounds. Yeah. And it was just such a hard hit. <laughs> it's such a hard hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was 15, 15 yards yep. served a purpose. Yeah, yep. and my all time my all time favorite uh, sports glory moment was when I completely biffed a kickoff, but it ended up being the greatest you know, onside <laughs> kick of all time. And Adam's like, <laughs> I planned that. I planned that. And, and Joel and Joel recovered it. 
and there was a picture of it in the paper of him recovering was it. Was it really? Yeah. I just went to launch one, completely missed it, and it like fell off the tee and rolled 10 yards sideways perfectly. <laughs> and we recovered it. A lot of my favorite sports memories aren't like game-winning plays. It's just like when I felt like I did something really smart. Yeah. So it was like playing second base in high school, see how the kid swings a bat, and I just go, okay. See the next pitch is going to go here. Just like watching where the catcher's setting up and what pitch he just called. And just taking like three steps to my left and going, I know exactly where he's going to go. Kid hits a little flare into shallow right by the line. And and like I literally lay out and dive and catch it only because I moved moved three steps to my left pre-pitch. Like that's that's the stuff that honestly I miss the most about playing baseball was just like just being locked in on every pitch and just like paying attention to every little detail. I have one athletic story I want to finish with. So my mom was a. Can, can we? Your battery gonna last? Oh, you're good, bud. Okay. My mom was a really good high school athlete. My dad was a really good high school baseball player and athlete. Baseball players are athletes. How dare yeah. you? Well, both. But he, <laughs> kidding, like, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. And so, like, Nate was a sophomore. I was a freshman in high school, and we were both underdeveloped, slow, and it was like the first time it was both of us in high school running at a varsity event. It's cross-country. We're in Sibley. First of first cross-country meet of the year. We didn't have a coach that really pushed us too much. So, like, most of the practices, I would drive a golf cart around the golf course, <laughs> leading our best runner. Well, it helps you scout out the course. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> so, I had barely run. Our fir- and it's 150 kids in Sibley at that time. I don't know what it is now, but it was 150 kids. Big meet. Um, I got last. Nate got second to last. I walked several times, and every time <laughs> I saw my mom, I cried. But our number one won that meet. <laughs> he got like 16 okay. or something. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine. And, and then three years later, you went to state in cross country. Correct. But like. Talk about that's a not up. the story. That's not the story. Talk about glow up. But, but my, I can't imagine because we rode the bus home. I cannot imagine what my parents talked about on the way home. <laughs> like our two children got <laughs> last and second to last. I mean, what would that have been? So wait, like? who got last? I got last. Yep. And and literally every time I saw my mom, I would start to tear up. I'm like. I had never run three miles in my life. So were you tearing up because you're like, I have brought shame on my dojo. No, because (laughs) no, because it was just so like, I hated it so much. Like it, and that's why like Uh, the next kept seeing Trudy and he's like, I hate it here. That hour and a half ride home. I cannot imagine my parents will lie to me to this day. And like, Oh, we're just so proud of you guys for trying. I don't believe it. Like I (laughs) do not believe it. I honestly think they were driving home. Like what in the world? Like, how? How did this happen to us? <laughs> I'm surprised the golf cart driving didn't translate to better times for you. <laughs> Frankly. Oh, that was funny. Oh, man. What's your, uh, great. what's your 90s quick hitter? It's something that they need to bring back. Why don't we do the under the cap win a free pop thing anymore? Yeah, yeah. that's great. What's the deal? I got so excited to go buy pops in the 90s. Because you could get a buy one, get one under there, or March Madness time, you get the team under the lid. Absolutely. The buy one, get one free. Um, and then, like, unbelievable joy when you use a buy one, get one free, and it gets you 
another one free. Yeah. Where you just feel like you buy just, two and now your odds you're are just increased. It, you're just letting it ride. Guys, yes. I honestly think it's inflation. Thanks a lot, Warren Harding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Warren G. Harding. <laughs> Not to be confused with the rapper Warren G. <laughs> yeah. um, like PepsiCo. I word on the street is PepsiCo. They're struggling for money. What? Maybe maybe they should. I'm just kidding. So maybe they should bring back this promo. More people would go buy. Pop. There was two different kinds of caps. There was just the no cap, cap got you a free. No, no, no I'm not capping right now. <laughs> Um, I'm not capping, all right? <laughs> one of the caps was just a free pop. Yeah. And then I think they changed it to buy one, get one free. Because right. I, I, I distinctly remember you could walk into Casey's with a, just a bottle cap and a nickel for the deposit. Yep. And yep. that would get you the pop. Yep. And then at some point, it, it all became buy one, get one free where yeah. – the cap just got you another one. A, a second one, which good on, good on them. They're getting you to buy another pop. But I miss those days, man. I used to love when my brother used to drive me to school, uh, my middle brother, Brad. And uh, if one of us had the buy one, get one free cap, we'd get two and yeah. hook each other up. And then I would put that 20 ounce dew in my locker and just nurse it all day. <laughs> we get the Jeez. Casey's breakfast croissant. Temp Mountain Dew. Dude. When you're in sixth grade, it doesn't matter. I guess it's manna call. from heaven. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and it's you're in an air conditioning building. It it's, it keeps us cool for a while. You it's guys not had air the, conditioning. Wow. This the, guy grew up bougie. The, bougie. The, the we br- did not have air conditioning school. The brown pops get down to room temp way faster than the than the clear, citrus based. The clear ones. My locker was on third floor, junior year of high school, and it was 107 up there. Do you remember that? 107. Time? Do you remember that time that we? Pushed Brett in the trash can. Sure do. Yeah. And completely <laughs> shattered all the glass windows outside the, the home ec room. On the third floor. We pushed him in a trash can and we thought this little lip at last, the end of the hall would catch school. the trash can and tip it over. It went right over it and he just shattered an entire like trophy case <laughs> full of glass. Whole thing gone. The teacher and me just... <laughs> It was the very last day of school. <laughs> the very last day of our senior year. That's yeah. what makes it more frustrating. Yeah. Like, just leave. It's the last day. Why are you making more work for the rest of us? on that school. No, just go home. <laughs> just go home. You're making this worse for everybody that's not you. It was a real bad deal. It was a real bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. That was, that was episode 79. You should, you should probably cut that part out. <laughs> oh, no, we're leaving That's it. That one's fine. Okay. Uh, what are we doing for the 80th episode extravaganza? Yeah. There's gotta, Did you say we were going to do like a clip reel or something? <laughs> like, a clip show. Like, a, like a 90s sitcom, a clip show. All the funniest <laughs> it'll moments. Just be all, it'll just be bits of... And then we comment on the bits. Like, yeah. There's like 30 straight seconds of Adam just going... Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, so oh, good. Uh, so good. A clip of Tom talking about how yeah, my wife, she's not picky. I she'll just like like a trip or a car or something yeah, like that. Yeah, my wife's super laid back. She just like trips and cars and <laughs> That was the funniest thing. Like I couldn't get my thought finished and Burke's like, Yeah, my wife's super, super easy to deal with. She just wants to go to like Belize or a clip, get a new car. A clip of Burke saying, That's Boogeyman one oh one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. <laughs> You can't you 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 sleep with your covers off your feet? Aren't you scared of monsters? Yeah, are you scared of monsters? It's Pokemon 101. You guys are playing all the greatest hits right now. Yeah, there's so many more. Oh, all right. That was episode wow. 79. Listen to us on Spotify, wow. Apple, 
Check out the social medias. We're out there. I post cow videos. That's all I got. Pat, that Pat, this was a good. This was a good one. Tom, any fun. any parting thoughts on George McClellan or Stonewall Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> should, we get, should we get back into Gettysburg? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Love you guys. Love you, Dad.